Welcome to Lessons Along the Way. Thank you for joining me as I travel this journey called life and share lessons that I've learned along the way. Hey there, it's Kimberly. Welcome back to Lessons Along the Way. I want to start by saying how much I appreciate all the positive response that I received from the very first podcast that I did. Um, It was very humbling and moving to know that I touched so many of you with very few words. Um, Your positive feedback has not gone unnoticed and it's really appreciated. One of the biggest things that I got from just launching out and starting this podcast was how small things and small words can make such a big impact on others. Um, And that's exactly what happened for me. Some of the feedback I got that stuck with me came from one of my really close friends. He's like a brother to me. He said, sis, I love what you did. I love what you're doing, but I want you to know that you're not perfect. And when he said that, I had to stop for a minute and I was like, what do you mean? Like, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. He said, yeah, you're doing a great job, but you're not perfect. And I had to stop and think for a minute. What does he mean? I'm always striving for perfection. I always want to be perfect. I always want to do my best. I always want to excel. And then it hit me. I'm not perfect. Yes, I want to do my best. Yes, I want to excel, but I'm not perfect. And I've got to learn to be okay with that. I've looked at countless pictures of people that are posting on social media with like hashtag relationship goals and hashtag family goals and life goals. And the pictures are always so perfect. They have the perfect family, the perfect marriage, the perfect job, perfect, perfect, perfect. But then I stop and think, how many retakes did they do to get that perfect picture? How many redos did it take for that one snippet of perfection. And then I said to myself, that false image of perfection is what everyone is striving for. We're trying to live up to these false expectations of perfection that just don't exist. We're striving for this perfection, not realizing the damage that lies just beyond the surface of trying to be perfect. And that led to the confirmation of the topic for today, which is I'm not perfect. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, what's this big deal about being perfect? What's wrong with being perfect? How can I deal with the thought of wanting to be perfect when I'm not? How do I even know if I'm a person who's seeking perfection or a perfectionist? Let's start here with the definition of perfection. And this came from Webster. To be perfect means being entirely without fault or defect or flaws. Well, that's where it lost me because as a person, I'm full of fault, I'm full of defects, and I'm full of flaws. Then it also goes on to say, refusing to accept any standard less than the highest possible. Uh Uh-oh. That's where it got me. Not only am I full of faults, defects, and flaws, I'm often a person who doesn't want to settle for anything that I feel like is less than the highest possible standard. 
but that's just not the case because there's going to be times when you can try your best, you can give all you got and go for it and still fall short and still not live up to some image of perfection and still not be what the world might deem perfect because you're a person with fault, with defect, with flaws. But why is this a problem? What's wrong with being perfect, wanting to be perfect or wanting to be a perfectionist? It's a lot of things wrong with it, especially mental health issues and physical health issues. I didn't realize until recently how wanting to be a perfectionist and striving always to be perfect can cause you to experience depression. When you're trying to be perfect and do things 100% over and above every time and you start to notice that there are faults, there are defects, there are flaws, you start to feel like you're not good enough. You start to question yourself, your abilities, your your self-esteem gets challenged. You start to feel helpless and hopeless and worthless. You start to withdraw from others and not even want to be engaged in certain things because you feel like you're not going to measure up. You're not going to be good enough. And that, those are times when depression and depression symptoms can start to rise. And before you know it, you'll have a mental health diagnosis. Or you can become more anxious. You can start to worry about the outcomes and how you'll be received by others. And you'll have panic attacks and nervousness and restlessness all because you want to be perfect. You want to be perceived as perfect. You want to come across as perfect. You want people to say, you know what? That was the best that it could have ever been when they saw what you did. And if that doesn't happen, then you become worried. You become worried about the next time, the next opportunity. I didn't realize until doing a little bit of research that wanting to be perfect and striving for perfectionism can also lead to eating disorders. And you may be asking yourself, in what way? Being perfect has nothing to do with how I eat and what I eat and what's going on there. But it actually does. Because a perfectionist is often seeking to control the outcomes in their environment. And if they aren't able to control those things, then they seek to control what they can. And the easiest thing to control is what you put into your body. What you eat, how often you eat, and how you exercise and how you address your nutrition and health. And before long, to mitigate the dysfaction that a perfectionist has without always getting things right 100% of the time, they'll start to control what they eat and how much they eat. And then that will lead to an eating disorder. You may be thinking, but... That's not that serious. What I eat, how I eat has nothing to do with being a perfectionist. Think about the images of body type and body shapes that we see in the media. Think about what we are shown as beauty. If we're not careful, we can start to strive for that image of beauty and perfection in our bodies that we see on the television without realizing that we are perfect as we are. So we start to try to control things and alter things to obtain that image of perfection that we're being shown, not realizing that that perfection had a lot of airbrushing and a lot of touch up to make it look that perfect. 
Another thing that I found in my research was that a lot of medical conditions are linked with perfectionism. And it's the same medical conditions that are linked with stress. Chronic heart disease, heart failure, hypertension, things that deal with your heart are impacted by your level of stress. And striving for perfection is often what? Stressful. So yet another reason why wanting to be perfect and wanting to have everything be perfect can be a problem. Another thing that I noticed is that when we strive to always get it right, to always, you know, go above and beyond and to be more than our best. And then it doesn't work out and we have that rejection. We have that feeling that we're less than, that we're not good enough. Then we start to try to cope with those feelings. We try to cope with those feelings of depression and low self-esteem and helplessness and hopelessness by doing things like using substances such as drugs and alcohol to make us feel better or to mask the pain that we may be experiencing because we're not living up to our standard of what perfection is. We can go through life and not be what we want to be, but want to pretend that we're something that we're not. And in those quiet times and when we're by ourselves, when the reality sets in, that's when the drugs and the alcohol can take over. Being a perfectionist can also impact other areas of your life, not just internally as far as mental health and physical health issues are concerned, but it can also impact your relationships with others. That's including romantic relationships and friendships, because not only do you have high expectations of yourself that are often unrealistic, you often also have high expectations of others that are unrealistic. And then you place those expectations on others and demands that they're unable to obtain, which causes you to have problems keeping those relationships intact. Also, it can cause difficulty at work. Wanting to be perfect may sound like a good thing when you're at work because everyone wants to, quote unquote, do their best. We want to excel. And again, that's not the same thing as being perfect. You may want to be perfect at work. And you may be assigned a project and you may analyze every single detail. You may work it and rework it and work it and rework it again. But you don't really act on it because you're trying to work out every detail to make sure everything is what? Perfect. But in the end, your productivity is impacted because you've procrastinated. You tried to fix all the perceived errors that may come up. You tried to address any problem that someone may have, any fault or flaw that someone may find, you've tried to head it off at the past, but you've done nothing. So that big project you were working on, that had a due date of Friday. Now, Thursday at five before you're supposed to leave work, you haven't done anything because you procrastinated because you want to be perfect. Okay, maybe you don't work. Maybe you go to school. Want to be perfect can also impact you there. You spend a lot of time preparing for tasks and getting ready for things to the point where you spend more time preparing than actually executing what you're supposed to be doing. So your perfection has been stood in your way. Again, you want it to be something that you, uh, that you thought was ideal, that you thought was flawless. 
So you prepared and you prepared, you study all night long and then you get to the test and that doesn't even guarantee that you'll make a hundred. That doesn't guarantee that your project will be the best in the class. It doesn't guarantee that you'll get the blue ribbon or the first place, but you've prepared and you spent so much time and energy. Now I'm not saying don't study. I'm not saying don't prepare. I'm not saying don't want to excel or want to be your best. What I am saying is accept that perfection is not a reality. Accept that there are going to be some things that just aren't going to go well. There are going to be some defects. There are going to be some flaws within you and within others. Accept those things so that it's not impacting these areas of your life with your mental health, your physical health, or your relationships with others, or in school or work. And now you may be asking yourself, why is she talking about being perfect like it's a problem? I don't even see myself as a perfectionist. I just like to do my best. Well, there's a difference between being a perfectionist and wanting to do your best and excel. I push my children every day to be their best and to do their best. But when I start to notice perfectionism sneaking in, that's when I got to draw the line. When my daughter can say she got 100 and be excited about that, that's great. I want her to be her best and do her best. But if she gets a 94 and she has a meltdown, that's when I know that perfectionism is starting to creep in. Because an A is still pretty darn good. But she's dissatisfied because she feels like she could have done better. She should have done better. And she beats herself up about it. That's when wanting to be perfect becomes a problem. When you're not satisfied with doing your best and trying your best. When the outcomes that resort, that come from you giving it your all and you still come in second place, isn't good enough. That's when it's a problem. So I have some questions for you that you can ask yourself. And these are questions that I had to ask myself to see if you're a perfectionist, to see if you're a person that has crossed that line from wanting to be your best and excel to wanting to be perfect and without flaws or defect or faults. So here's the first one. Do you think you should have done better than you did at all times? Whether it was a race that you prepared for You worked out really hard. You trained really hard, but you came in 14th. You did your best. You gave it your all, but you weren't first. You prepared and you studied for a presentation at work, but someone else was chosen over you. You did your best. You knew what you had to do, but you felt like, dang it, I should have done better. I could have done better. I could have studied harder. I could have worked harder. Even though you know in your inside That you did all you could do. Or do you tend to put things off if you don't have time to do them, quote unquote, perfectly? This is one that kind of hit home for me because I like to do things, but I like to do them, quote unquote, perfectly. If I'm having a dinner party, I like to have everything planned to a T. If I'm going on a vacation, I want to have everything outlined and mapped out, quote unquote, perfectly it wasn't until I got with my husband and he kept saying over and over to me hey you've done it all just relax and enjoy it now that it started to sink in if you want to do something do it 
do your best and accept the outcomes and just hope everything goes as planned. But if it doesn't, be okay with knowing that you did your best. But if you're a person that would rather say, I won't do it at all if it's not going to be perfect, you may want to think about this a little bit. Consider this as well. Are you often afraid to fail when working on a really important project? Now, this is not just something at work or something at school. This could be in your personal life or in a relationship as well. If there's something important that needs to be done, are you afraid that if you do it, you're going to fail at it? Are you afraid that even if you give it your all, you're going to fail? Then you may be a person that is a perfectionist. Something else to consider. Do you think less of yourself when you make a repeated mistake? Now, again, this is one that kind of hit me at home because I'm a person that I always like to think of. If you tell me something, I do it and I make a mistake once. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. But if I do, I really beat myself up about it. Like I should have known better. I should have prepared better. I should have done better. Not realizing that I'm a human and that I will make mistakes and Sometimes I'll even make the same mistake twice and that's okay. So that was one that really hit me. Another one that you may want to consider is, do you often strive to maintain control of your emotions at all times? Ouch. Again, this is the one that got me because those who know me know that I always like to hold it together. I don't like to be too happy too sad, too angry, too anything in front of other people. I like to just stay kind of calm in who I am. Now, once you get closer to me, you'll know that that was one of my perfectionism walls that I put up to not let people know what's really going on with me. So if you also desire to maintain control of your emotions at all times, you may also be a perfectionist. Not a bad thing. Just helping you to realize where you are. Now, the next one goes along with something we previously discussed. Do you get upset when things don't go as planned? That goes back to avoiding doing things if they aren't going to be done perfectly. So let's say you actually have that dinner party. You plan that event and something doesn't go as you had anticipated. The food is cold. You're oven breaks down in the middle of cooking the drinks are flat do you get upset or do you adjust do you roll with the punches do you figure out a way to make it still work to make things still go off without a hitch even if it's not the original plan if you don't or if this isn't something that you can do often then you may be a perfectionist you may be someone who's striving for perfection here's another biggie Are you afraid that people would think less of you if you fail? It's not how you feel about yourself sometimes that creates this perfectionism, but how you perceive others will think of you if you don't live up to their ideas of perfection, even if they haven't expressed those ideas. There are times when we can feel like we have this image to uphold and that other people are holding us to that image. Even if other people haven't said anything or done anything that would give us that indication. 
So if you're afraid that someone is going to think, oh, she don't know what she's talking about or how could she have possibly done that or how could he have done that? If you think that others will think the worst of you, if you aren't 100 percent flawless without defect or fault, then you may be a perfectionist. Last thing for you to consider. Are you a person who is unhappy if something that you do is considered average not bad but not the best are you a person that gets upset if you're not the best if you're just okay if you are at work and you score in the bunch you're not above everyone else you don't excel do you become unhappy does that impact how you view yourself does that impact your self-esteem If so, then you may be a perfectionist. Now, none of these things that I've shared are necessarily a problem, but they could be an indication that you're someone who is striving for perfection, either knowingly or unknowingly. And remember, perfectionism is being without fault, defect or flaws. So as long as you're striving for that perfection, it's likely that you're going to fail because as a human, you have faults, you have defects and you have flaws. So everything isn't going to go, quote unquote, perfect. You're not going to be, quote unquote, perfect. Are you okay with that? Can you be okay with that? Can you overcome wanting to be a perfectionist or perfectionism? Can you be okay with just doing your best by letting go of the guilt and the shame of past errors and mistakes that you've made? Can you let go of times where you were just okay? Can you let go of times where you tried your best and it still wasn't good enough for a 100 or first place or a new promotion? Can you be okay with that? Can you be okay with times that you may have slacked off in the past? And didn't get the outcome that you wanted. Can you let go of the guilt and shame of not doing your best sometimes? Can you let go of the guilt and shame of doing your best and not being quote unquote perfect? Can you accept yourself flaws, faults, defects and stop nitpicking at yourself? Stop pulling yourself apart. Stop wanting to be more to be someone else, to do something else? Can you accept yourself for who you are? Can you accept your height, your weight, your skin tone, your blemishes, your hair, your job, your husband, your living situation? Can you accept yourself as long as you know that you're doing the best you can do? Not saying be okay with being subpar, but try your best, do your best, but accept yourself because you're not perfect. You have flaws, you have faults, you have defects, and that's okay. Can you accept that? Can you remove the pressure from yourself? Can you allow yourself to just be? Unless there's a life or death situation and something traumatic is going to happen, can you be okay with things not going as planned? Can your world continue to turn Even if you ordered lemonade for your party and they sent you sweet tea. 
or will the world end for you? Nine times out of 10, the world will continue to turn regardless of what drink you have at your party. But a perfectionist might not see it that way. Remove the pressure from yourself. Let yourself be. Let things be. Realize that there's more than one way for something to be okay. Realize that there's more than one way for something to be good, for something to be great. One plan isn't the only plan. It's just the one that you've chosen at that time. So if that one doesn't work out, realize that it's okay. Can you celebrate your accomplishments and the accomplishments of others? Whether you do this on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, or a yearly basis, can you identify things that have gone well for yourself and for others? Even if it didn't go as planned, even if it wasn't the outcome that you may have envisioned, can you identify accomplishments? Even small things like, hey, I cooked dinner for my family three out of the seven nights this week. That's an accomplishment because I didn't want to cook at all. My kids made it to all of their activities on time. Accomplishment. I didn't curse out anybody while I drove to work. Accomplishment. I was able to have a date night with my husband this month. Accomplishment. I didn't judge my spouse for the outfit they chose to wear, even though I didn't agree with it. Accomplishment. I didn't get mad with my sister or my brother because they did something that I wouldn't have done. But it worked out for them. Accomplishment. Can you celebrate the small things? Can you celebrate the big things in yourself and others, even when they don't go as you thought they should have gone or as you had planned them to? Can you celebrate the little things and realize that even in the small things, there are wins, even if they're not quote unquote perfect? Yes, I would love for my family to have a home cooked meal every night of the week. But because I'm a person and I have faults and I have flaws, I'm not going to be able to cook for my family every night of the week. But if I can, I'm going to celebrate those times. And if I can't, I'm going to be okay with that. See how those things go together? Can you relinquish control? Can you realize that everything doesn't have only one path to an outcome? Can you realize that? Allowing others to come in and help doesn't mean that it still can't be a great experience or a a good time. It doesn't have to be, quote unquote, perfect. And once you're able to relinquish some of that control, let others come in and help you, then you'll realize that they have something to offer and you can appreciate them for what they bring to the table. You realize that it doesn't have to be, quote unquote, perfect. That everyone has something unique that they bring to the table. Perfection takes away your uniqueness. It takes away your ability to adjust and adapt. So can you relinquish some of that control of wanting everything to be quote unquote perfect and instead appreciate what's going on around you? Appreciate the diversity. Appreciate the different ideas. And then can you learn to laugh instead of being bogged down with stress and tension Can you look for a lighter and brighter side of things? Can you learn to relax? Can you learn to just sit back and just let things flow? Whether it's with your family or at work or at school or internally. Can you be okay with just going with the flow? Because perfectionism and wanting to be perfect is really an unhealthy state of mind. 
as you've seen, it's got various um, impacts on your life and various symptoms that can come from it, whether it's internally with mental health challenges, physical health problems, substance dependence, or if the impact it has on your relationship with others at school or at work. Wanting to be perfect and striving for that perfection is overcomable. That's not a word, but I'm going to use it. Meaning you're able to overcome it. You're able to change. You're able to do something different. You're able to realize that you can live a life that's good and excel and be your best, even though you have faults and defects and flaws. You can learn to be okay by just doing some of these things that I've shared with you. Being okay with just doing your best, accepting yourself, removing the pressure from yourself, celebrating accomplishments, relinquishing control, and learning to laugh and relax. These are all ways that you can overcome this desire for perfection and still live a wonderfully blessed and prosperous life. Now, something that I'm going to always leave you with at the end of each episode is a quote that I want you to hold on to. Today's quote comes from Stephen Hawking. He was a brilliant mind that had a lot of great insight and knowledge to share with us. This quote says, one of the basic rules of the universe is that nothing is perfect. Perfection simply doesn't exist. Without perfection, neither you nor I would exist. Now that's something to hold on to. Thanks for joining me. Until next time.